Chapter 34 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Frederick Douglass. In 1893, the World's Columbian Exposition, or World's Fair, was held in Chicago in commemoration of the 400th anniversary of the discovery of America. A Negro man, the Honorable Frederick Douglass, attended that exposition and delivered an address on Negro Day. Speaking of this great man's visit to the advance, one of the Chicago's great religious papers said, It was fine to see at the Congress on Africa the tall form and magnificent head of the grand old man Frederick Douglass, now 75 years of age, perfectly erect, kindly, majestic, the ancient fires of inspiration welling up through all his being yet, affable to all finding it still to be as natural to be eloquent as to speak at all, sympathetic to the core with the people of his own race, yet nonetheless loyal to the common interests of all the people of his country, neither blind to the obstacles in their path and the cruel social injustice and meanness to which they are often exposed, nor, on the other hand, unmindful of the friends they have in the South as also in the North, or above all, to the overshining care and purpose of God himself, with the far-off divine intent that so clearly takes in the future of both the American and African continents. Few Americans have had a more conspicuously providential mission than Frederick Douglass, and hardly anything in this remarkable Congress was more eloquent or more convincing than his personal presence. Frederick Douglass was born a slave, and his life as a slave was one of peculiar hardship. Of it, he himself says in his autobiography, I suffered little from any punishment I received, except from hunger and cold. I could get enough neither of food or clothing, but suffered more from cold than hunger. In the heat of the summer or the cold of the winter alike, I was kept almost in a state of nudity. No shoes, jackets, trousers, or stockings nothing but a coarse tow linen shirt reaching to the knee that i wore night and day in the daytime i could protect myself by keeping on the sunny side of the house and in the bad weather the corner of the kitchen chimney the great difficulty was to keep warm at night i had no bed the pigs in the pen had leaves and the horses in the stable had straw but the children had nothing in a very cold weather i sometimes got down in the bag which corn was carried to the mill and got into that my feet have been so cracked by frost that the pen with which i am writing might have been laid in the gashes with regard to his food he said that he often disputed with the dogs over the crumbs that fell from his master's table now this man born so lowly and surrounded by such circumstances turned out to be in the course of time by hard work and self-application one of the most influential american citizens and one of the greatest orators that this country has ever known among other high offices of trust and responsibility he was once marshal of the district of columbia recorder of deeds of the district of columbia and united states minister to haiti he died february twentieth eighteen ninety five at his home in anacostia d c at the age of seventy seven years a monument to his memory has been erected in rochester new york where he once lived what frederick douglas made of himself is possible for any american boy with grit every boy and girl in america should read the life of this pre-eminent negro and strive to emulate his virtues 
his memory is worthy to be honored to the last day of time. End of chapter 34